I'm back with a very special episode. Uh, I'm not going to do the whole thing at the beginning where you can find me, uh, you know all that stuff. If not, go listen to another episode. Um, I'm just very excited to do this episode with uh, Corduroy Brown. Great to have him back and hear about his upcoming album and just the past six or so months of his life. Hope you guys enjoy.
it is good, man. It's been a long day, man. It's albums. Everything's happening. There's a lot of stuff happening real soon. It's like crazy. So yeah. I'm in a good mood, but I'm so tired. Oh, I'm sure. So like, are you still working your, your job that you were working at when we talked the last time? Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's after hours now, but we've been gone all day um, in like Guyandot, West Virginia, and then like been in Ironton all day. So like, literally as soon as I unpacked all the gear, I'm still in like a sweaty shirt from being out in the heat all day. So yeah, I'm still doing the nine to five, but hustling music as well. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So like, like I was just saying, uh, I kind of wanted this episode to be like almost like a where are they now? type episode and honestly like i'm i'm a little nervous too i haven't done this since april i'm Mm -hmm. I'm, i might be a little rusty so Mm -hmm. i kind of wish i'd have had you know someone not as important on on uh uh but uh yeah so i'll 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 try my best to get back into it but no i what i want is just like uh like a where are they now type You, you know you gave your background in the first episode and uh so just like a lot's happened since the last time we talked. A lot has happened. Yeah, man. It's um I think we were kind of in the still kind of like hush hush portion of it mm-hmm. at first where uh, at the time that we talked I couldn't talk about like the Arlo McKinley song. Yeah. I couldn't really like I wasn't like allowed to talk about it cuz I had to go through all the promotion people and all that kind of stuff. And since then um the song Secret War uh, featuring Arlo McKinley has dropped and that's got really really good response and um it's just it's cool because I texted I messaged Arlo after the song was out and he was like, "Man, it feels so good, right?" To like not have to just keep it to ourselves. So I was like, "Finally, I know, yeah. I know." And he he was he's so kind, he's so loyal. And Arlo was like, "Hey, man, like anytime you're down to do something, I'm down." And I was like, "Well, you're gonna get you're gonna hear from me because we're gonna do something <laughs> again." So Arlo's Arlo's such a good dude, man. And it's been cool like talking to him more uh, because he's in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And I'm in Huntington, West Virginia, so like we don't see each other all the time. But except for I think we're gonna see each other this weekend. I think he's in town. But um, you know, working with his whole team and everything, man, it, it's it throws you into a whole other side of of the industry. That like, oh crap, these guys are like like they're doing some stuff. Like, and I feel like I've learned so much and just the experience in general, man. It's like if if you want to do music, you you got to dive in and like you got to go with it if you're gonna go. Like, just go. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. When you kind of hinted when we were talking the last time, and like I, I kind of had an idea just because I'm I'm familiar with with mm-hmm. those guys, uh, and so I was really excited. And I believe it was last week or maybe it was two weeks ago. You posted um, the the number of plays that it got over the weekend or something like that. And mm-hmm. it was, it was at two or 3000 and I was just laughing. I was like a thousand of those have to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dude. Thanks for streaming it. Stream it more. Do all of them more. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Secret war. And then I, uh, I know better. Is that yeah. The, that's yeah. The most just came one? out, um, August 1st. So, oh, so good, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, and I'm excited. This it's this, this Friday, right? Or this um, next Friday, next Friday, the, I guess. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, so it's an unlucky day, but there's an it's un, it's lucky for everyone else. So um, that's what I've been telling everyone at least. So hopefully they believe me. But uh, yeah, man. So Friday the thirteenth in August. Uh, let me know comes out, and this is it's it's hard. It's like legitimately me getting emotional, and not like just because we're talking about it, but mm-hmm. just like 
to see the hard copies come in and, and to think about what the phrase let me know has always meant to me mm-hmm. um, is just is unbelievable. And to see it kind of like coming forth because people my entire life have always said, dude, hey, let me know if you need anything or like, let me know. And like, yeah, people don't realize how profound that statement's always been in my life because that's what everyone's always said. And especially after I got sick, like the album title, let me know meant even more because so many people so I mean thousands of people do I remember waking up from being on life support surgery in the hospital in February and like my phone was like literally hot it was warm because it was just buzzing so much because so many people said Alan like we love you man let me know like if we if you need anything mm-hmm. and that phrase dude it just means so much yeah. and that's what the album is called and that's what that's what it's going to be, man. So many people have laid hands on this album, whether it's the artwork or the, you know, the creation of the tracks or just every little thing is so many people's love on it, man. Yeah. If you want to just like, speaking of, if you just want to like touch in on what's, what's that process like to put together an album to, you know, to, to release something like a full, a full length album. It's a lot, a lot of work. And I feel like I did it in a really weird way. Um, obviously, COVID made it tricky, but it was a fully, I mean, almost fully collaborative album. There are people on every song that aren't necessarily in the band of Corduroy. Um, but on top of that, I mean, it took me, it took almost a year to make it work. Like, I think we released the first song to my younger self in January of 2020. And like, some of these songs they're as old as 2017 Mm -hmm. so i mean they kind of lived in a bottle for a really long time and then kind of had to be you know brought back to life for this thing but um you know when you go into a studio you generally have an idea about like how the songs are supposed to be and what how you're going to pretty much know the songs before you come in and i only knew only a couple i only brought jeffrey mcclellan a couple finished really ideas and the rest built over time whether that was the ones that I had kind of chilling already or the ones that I wrote in a day or however long it took. And then, then you have songs that like the album didn't quite feel complete yet. Mm-hmm. And then when I got really sick, like Jeffrey McClellan wrote a song called better on the ground. And, um, it's a song that like I, when I woke up, I remember texting Jeffrey and I remember telling him, I was like all these, I was just, I had just like was telling him all this stuff. Cause I had just learned that I was literally dead. And I was like, Jeff, like, I was still kind of sedated, so it was kind of gibberish, too. And he was like, buddy, I don't know what you're trying to say yet, but, like, I'm just glad to get to see your name pop up on my phone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know, at the time, I was, like, telling him all this stuff. I was like, Jeff, we got to, like, do better, and we got to, like, not hold grudges, and we got to, like, live better. Do we got to, like, not worry about all this stuff? And, like, and I had just woken up from being gone, yeah. and a couple of days later, at least. And he texted me a song, and I was like, what is this? And he was like, I wrote this for you. And I was like, oh, my God, like, and it was literally the words that I was texting him and, and not, they weren't my words. They mm-hmm. were the words that when I was gone, it was, it was, he had written a song. And yeah. when I texted him, when I woke up, it was literally almost word for word what I was texting him. Think about that, dude. Like he mix mastered, he wrote mix mastered and produced a song. And then I wake up and was telling him all this stuff that I had no idea about the song. And I was like, dude, we got to do this. And, and it was literally word for word. And like the album now feels finished because mm-hmm. it was just like that whole thing had to happen, I think. Mm-hmm. And man, I, I don't know. I just can't stop thinking about like the phrase, like, let me know, because you've probably said it to people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And but like, we don't really think about right. it. We just say, yeah, let's let me know. Like, but like, 
It's, it, we, really we almost say it and think about it. Yeah, we almost say it just as like a like a see you later. Let me exactly. know if you need anything. See you. You know, have a good evening. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But in my life, I feel like it's always been authentic from people. Like, and that's what I try to do in my life too, because so many people, again, have always said, "Let me know," mm-hmm. and it's a genuine meaning, and it means so much more now. Yeah. And on the other end of it, when you are being the one told, "Let me know," you don't think anything of it. You're not actually, most people aren't actually going to let someone know, oh, I need this, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to whoever. Like people just aren't genuine in that way, it seems like. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. That's something we need to, we need to get back to. Yeah. When you say, let me know, I want you to think about like what you mean. And it doesn't mean like every moment has to be some like super serious moment, but like, let me know means a lot more than it than it mm-hmm. sounds like at times. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we were talking, or uh, you, I, I believe you commented this on on something that I shared, um, or some way somewhere I read this uh, that you were saying that Secret War was is is kind of and I, I might not be allowed to say this. You may not want me. I don't know. No, say it. Um, I, think you, I think I know what you're going to say. Uh, where Secret War is kind of in the middle of the album, correct? Yeah, sorry. I had to take a selfie with you real quick. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Secret War is the whole story. The whole album is is a is a story. It's got a, a beginning, middle, and an end. And Secret War, I was, I was almost a little iffy to release Secret War because it was like it's in the middle of the book. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to it from front to back, there's a complete story and you can tell that the, the energy and the, and the happiness changes because I think the first part of the album, there's a song called familiar faces where you're kind of like, I'm kind of angry at someone who decided that they, you know, they only appreciated me when I was doing well and not when I was doing badly. Um, and there's a song called leave it to me, which is out already. Um, it's me kind of chewing with some of those thoughts and really kind of figuring out like why I'm so upset all the time. And I story has it in that song. It's like, because I won't leave situations alone. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's why the lyrics are, why can't I leave better off alone? Um, you know, it's cause me always picking at scabs and then it kind of turns around and my mom makes an appearance on the album in there. And then, uh, there's a song like appreciating, like, like to my younger self, like, Hey dude, if you only knew, what you know now, like you wouldn't have written a song like Leave It To Me and you wouldn't have written a song called Familiar Faces. And then then Secret War comes in and it's kind of in the middle where it's like, okay, like I understand now as a whole, maybe why all the other stuff in the past happened because there's this constant secret war going on before mm-hmm. I could really handle myself and handle my mental health. And then you hear me fall in love in the album and then you feel me back off of that love because I was hurt before. And then at the end, it's just like, you know, one of the last songs is called Die Happy that I wrote before I died. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of poking fun at death. It was like, whatever, like, you know, at least I can die happy. Yeah. And, and then like the other lyric is like, you know, at least I can die happy. Then the end of it says, at least I can die. And it just hangs there. Mm-hmm. And that's the last words on the album. And that means something way, way, way different now because like mm-hmm. that was gone. So yeah. Man, it, it, I I want you to hear this album. And I want everyone to hear this album I can't front wait. to back because it's gonna be it's a story front to back, and it's it's made that way, man. It's I I am literally so proud of this album. I I like. <laughs> it's just I can't wait. 
I honestly, yeah, I can't either. I couldn't imagine. I can't imagine like how you're feeling. Like just, and it, it's not even like. Uh, I'm sure it's not even like a. This is my work, but like more of. This is this is me. This is my life. You know. Yeah. If you want to capture, I'd say it goes further back than 2017. Really, some of the feelings on this. But if you want to capture from 2017, Alan to. 2021 me man like this is literally gonna this is a time capsule for me like when i'm old and gray i will know exactly where i was in life when these songs pop up Mm -hmm. because they are so special and important to me and that's why it took me so long to write the daggone thing because i wanted to make sure i meant every single word that that was on there i didn't want to just fluff a word because it rhymed or like whatever like i it took me forever to write this stuff you can't rush it though you can't rush it yeah like I wanted it to be real. I want every word to mean exactly what it's supposed to mean. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you want to hop right into basically right after we talked the last time, I believe it, it wasn't long after that. Um, just kind of go through that whole, that story. Um, of like being in the hospital? Or, yeah. 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 Yeah, man. So obviously back in February, I had COVID in January and, uh, COVID was kind of sucky. It was like a bad cold and sinus infections and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, a month went by when we're, in, we're into February. I've got over COVID and it's fine, you know, not feeling bad at all. Uh, and I, I've told this a lot, so I'll try to not ramble on too much about it. But um, in February, I remember leaving work because I was throwing up and my lymph node in the side of my neck was super swollen and went to an urgent care and they're like, eh, you don't know. And then like I continued to throw up and be in really bad pain. And um, I went to a hospital and they're like, we don't really know what's up. Here's some nausea medicine. Here's some, uh, you know, here's some fluids, get you rehydrated because I just could not eat. So mm-hmm. uh, that was on a weekend. And then, you know, that that Tuesday following, um, I've been admitted over the weekend. I went back the next day because I was like, something's not right. Yeah. You know, they sent me home and I was like, something literally, no, something's not right. I can't eat. I'm in miserably pain, thrown up. I mean, just feeling like, kind of just way off more than I've ever felt before. And uh, so, you know, I get admitted to the hospital, they're running all kinds of tests. And then that Tuesday happens that following Tuesday, and I get put on a ventilator and then I get put on, uh, I get life flighted to Morgantown and I literally died in the helicopter right on the way up. And then I got put on life support and somehow my heart was there just enough still, I guess that they were like beating my heart for me with the life support machines. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I landed, like my parents were talking to the nurses and they're like, Hey, right now, like, mm-mm, he's, we're going to do what we can, but right now he's, he's not here. And yeah. I can't imagine walking into that as, as parents, but then everything started turning around, man. It was like the next day my heart was like, Oh yeah, like I'm not gone. I just needed a break apparently. And, um, so I spent time in the ICU and I had life support surgery that they put these giant tubes in your legs and, uh, you know, I had surgery to take the, the tubes out like four days later. I was supposed to be on life support for two weeks and I got it out in four days. Wow. And everything just started turning around. I mean, if if you just don't freaking come to like you come to Jesus or come to whatever you believe in after learning, like and facing your mortality, dude, like nothing. I don't know what else you can do mm-hmm. because like my headspace, especially back in 2017, like I tried to die. I tried taking my own life and I was really miserable. I was not wanting to be alive. And I feel like God was like, dude, you don't really want to die. And let me show you that. Yeah. Like I'm going to take you to the edge of your life 
And then I'm gonna bring you back. And if you don't learn something by now, I don't know what to do with you. I feel like God's up there being like, dude, I've given you gifts and I've given you like this glory on earth. And like, I've given you this, like this favor, like mm -hmm. get it together. Let's go. Like you got so much in you, like don't waste it. So anyway, so yeah, I was, I got off life support and, um, even learning to walk again, normally dude, that you take that for granted every day, yeah. buddy. It, it, it's, all I know is that we get one time on the earth, twice for me now, but at least one time on the earth um, to violently pursue everything that you love and mm. violently pursue the people that you love. And it's not about the things and the money. It's like, how did you love and how were you loved? And how did you, how did you represent like your passion in life? Did mm -hmm. you, the, the key word here is violently pursue the things that make you happy because mm -hmm. they, they're gone way before you know it. Cause I woke up, I was laying there and I'll hush in a second, but like, I was, you know, think of how many times you're like, Oh, well, I'll, I'll go to, I'll hang out with them next weekend. Or yeah. like, I'll, I'll, I'll go see my parents. Like I can't go today, but I'll go tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like when you totally could go today, that shit can be gone right now. Yeah. And all you have for me, all I had was memories and regret. Cause I was thinking when I woke up, I, there were still a lot of questions about whether I was in good going to be able to do anything at mm -hmm. all when I got out of the hospital because my heart it was I was in organ failure, liver failure, kidney failure, and heart failure. Mm -hmm. And you best believe how much I regretted that I had the time that I wasted being upset about an ex girlfriend or like like oh man like I dinged my car up on like a curb or something like that shit don't matter yeah. like man, it's, you learn so much about when you're faced with mortality like that. Yeah. I've stunned them. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I, that's, I don't, I don't even know, you know, it's, that's true. I mean, that's also true. And that's something that the, the, uh, you, you mentioned, the uh not being able you know i'll I'll go see them next week, and that's something that i I am really guilty for um i'm i i'm a, i'm i will i i will pat myself on the back that I'm a hard worker and sometimes um that does get in the way um I feel like I can't take a break sometimes mm -hmm. you know that's just that's just how I am. And uh, I'm I'm really bad for like yeah I'll, I'll go see him next week I'll go see him you know I I should have the next couple weekends off you know I'll go see him one of those and then I end up not I end up either working or doing something else mm -hmm. um, so that's that that inspired me you know uh, I really appreciate you saying that yeah um, man it's that our time can be taken away right now yeah and. It doesn't mean to not like take care of yourself and, and, and give yourself time to breathe. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you can't nurture yourself, but like it's gone mm -hmm. before you know it. And I was laying there with regrets of like, I wasted two years of like being mad at an ex-girlfriend that like really hurt mm -hmm. me. And I, cause I changed, I changed how I felt about people and how I acted. And I was angry when I could have been spending that time, like loving and like learning and mm -hmm. growing and experiencing. And it's like, I thought that I was never going to get a chance to play music again and let alone see anyone. And yeah. cause I didn't know what was going to happen. And like, I remember calling my friend Chris and I was like, 
And when I got out of ICU finally, and we cried and we cried and we cried because I said, do we get to release the album? I think. Mm -hmm. And we, the album was done except for that last song that Jeffrey wrote, but there were people, people in the band and people that helped me with music. They were making plans to release the album because they didn't know. Yeah. I called Chris and I said, Hey, we get to release the album. And I, I will never forget how I felt there because it that's the one thing that that I am just so proud of right now and I'm proud of a lot but like I we get to release the album and not not because I'm not on the earth anymore and here here's a real quick story like Arlo mm -hmm. called my friend Josh and because uh, Secret War was done and the album was almost pretty much mastered and pretty much done the album was and Arlo called my friend Josh, who, and we all like Josh McComas. He's got set up the GoFundMe and I work with him and he works with Arlo a lot. And Arlo, Josh told me Arlo called him and was like, hey, we're releasing the song right now. Oh, my record label is going to push it, push it. We're going crazy. We're going to raise money for him we're, now. Arlo was like, we're, that's, and that's Arlo. He's loyal and a freaking powerful person. Mm -hmm. And Josh was like, hang on, man. Like, let's just, let's just wait a second. Yeah. Like, Let's just make sure whatever we decide, we just want to be certain. And Arlo was fired up. We're doing it now. And it was like, hang on, hang on. And I'm, and I'm just glad to be able to do that now. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's going to happen. We got Friday the 13th. It's, it's right around the corner, man. And I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just unbelievable, dude. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've never been so just, I, I keep saying proud, but I've never been so emotionally attached to something yeah. like I've music has always meant a lot to me, but this now it means a whole lot. Yeah. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing on this earth. And this, this album's going to be around forever. It's never going away. Mm -hmm. You always have that. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, it's good stuff. That is good stuff. Um, and and with with the release of the album, you've been able to play a lot of shows again. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, like I haven't booked a ton in the fall, but like the summer months have been really good, and um, we're getting to play with Ona uh, coming up, which those are our boys. We got to play with our real good boys in the band Massing. Mm -hmm. um, uh shalim we got some shows with shalim coming up short and company like it just man it just it feels exactly how it's supposed to be yeah uh i guess you know i i was this is more of a personal little um i, I was i was so excited to come to to charleston i was so excited to go to charleston um on the 23rd and uh, I, I've been in a class the past month, and it was like it. Uh, like I, I didn't do anything else other than work, come home, read, write papers. It was, and I, I felt so bad because I was excited. Um, and then, uh, and I, you may not know yet, but if you have any any more shows coming up after, mm -hmm. uh, I, I have to, I have to be there. Um, yeah, man. I, I'm going to be gone next week. I'm I'm going up north on a trip that we've planned, um, and I won't be able. I, that that was the one that I was really wanting to go to was your oh, album man. release. Um, I saw it on the uh, on your on your schedule, and I knew yeah. I knew as soon as I saw it. That's why I want to be gone. 
Dang. Um, but I, I will be there. I will be there when in 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 the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got we got we're working on some more stuff. I hope that we get to travel some more. Like I don't know what the world is going to be like with if COVID's going to kind of come yeah. back and kick us kick our ass again. But like, um, there's definitely. I mean, there's some. Uh, there's some shows in August, September that are scheming up. They're going to be probably in Huntington, but I'm really hoping to hit like Columbus and Cincinnati mm-hmm. and Lexington and, and do some more stuff like that. So I'm trying my best to get hooked up with, with more and more cats here. So yeah. there definitely will be some stuff, but don't sleep on it. <laughs> I'll be there. I, I, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it a point to be there, but uh, man, that's good. I'm excited. I'm excited for Thank you. you. buddy. Thank you, buddy. And I'm excited to just hear the album in general. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm very excited. I'm I have even before we like met and talked the first time. I was a fan, but like I, I'm an even bigger fan now. Thank you, um, buddy. Thank you. I really I really enjoy what you put out there, and I'm excited for the future because this is just the beginning. Tip of the iceberg, buddy. That's right. Tip of the iceberg. Uh, you need to send me your address, and I'll send you some stuff, man. I got to send you a shirt and a CD. Wow, well, I appreciate yeah, that. Thank you. I will. Absolutely. Um, well, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Um, I feel like we hit. I feel like we hit a lot in a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, like again, we get one time on the earth. Like life is short, but and it can be short. Life is long sometimes too. So like take care of yourself and mm-hmm. go to therapy and get your head straight and like live on the earth. Don't just exist, live yeah. on it, man. Like and pursue what you love violently, not half-assed, like just literally go for it. And there's the things that we worry about are when you're on your deathbed, don't matter. Like mm-hmm. we talked to, I was talking to my friend, um, Josh, again, the guy that Arlo was talking about, like, about booking shows in Ireland because mm-hmm. I have some some musician friends that I know in Ireland from the cruises that I went on. Okay, and he was like, "Dude, you should totally do that." And I was like, "I don't know." Then I was like, "No, like actually, let's just go." Twenty twenty two, like I'm I literally have a couple messages from my Ireland. There's a girl named Chanel McGinnis who like is an angel and she's so incredibly talented. And like, I might go play in Ireland because that, do it like, because like what like. What else are you afraid of? I literally fought death. I don't fear anything. Like, let's just go, man. Like, I'm going to Ireland. Like, let's go. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> 2022. I haven't told anyone else yet, but I'm proclaiming that and I'm putting it into the universe. Ireland 2022. Wow. I love it. I love it. You got some exclusive shit just now, damn. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Man, I don't even know if I'm expecting it, but I'm gonna make something happen. Like, I just want to play the smallest little pubs. Yeah. Like, I don't. I just want to roam and look at sheep and like tall grass and stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Friday the Thirteenth. Let me know is out everywhere that you can stream it. Yeah, and I have physical copies too. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I think uh, Friday the 13th, I'll be in Boston and 12 a.m. when it releases on Spotify. Nice. You'll have you'll have some, some more streams. Nice, man. Thank you. I'll, uh, I need to set up a pre-save link. I think I have one, but I'll send you one and okay. literally just tap on it, and then it'll just pop on your Spotify right then. Sick. That's awesome. 
Well, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Um, and I hate that, you know, it's taken so long. Um, but uh, we'll get into that here in a minute. Um, but I, I thank you again for, for wanting to do this. This is great. And I'm really, like I said uh, multiple times, I'm I'm so, so excited to hear the album. And I'm so excited for you. And uh, just the best of luck to the rest of your 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 musical career and what Thank happens so much man. what happens I'm, next yeah well I'm, I'm excited to see what's been happening and what's going to happen so we've been in some talks with some cool some cool stuff so yeah. i'm so grateful for the opportunity to be alive honestly but also to make music it's it's what my dream is so yeah well thank you again and uh you have you have a good evening you too buddy good talking to you you too